Recorded live. What's up, y'all? It's fucking Thug Thursday. Cecil West in the house. And of course, John, Johnny Boy, Lippy. So uh we're gonna we're gonna switch it up. This week is different. I I was talking to John and we were trying to figure out what we were gonna do for this week and you know, we, we usually pre record and we hear things a couple weeks later, but I was like, Man, I I just wanna I just wanna take this week and you know, let's just kick around some, some stuff. We got some great guests that are coming up. We we're gonna interview uh Soldier Boy next week. We got uh Julio Costanzo, his interview was was awesome. I can't wait to drop that one on you guys. Uh, so we'll probably drop that next week. But this week, I think, uh, I think we're just going to talk a little Bone Thugs. Two guys talking Bone Thugs. Taking it back to the basics, like we started it. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's not as much stress for me. <laughs> it's fucking... I, uh, I'm always, like, stressed out on, a, on an interview. I want to make sure that... Uh, I, I want to make sure that the, the interview is always good. I always think about being the guest, and I'm like, man, I, I wouldn't want to be asked some fucked up, <laughs> some fucked up questions. So I always try to make sure we're we're putting on our best for the guests. But I think every guest so far has had a great experience. Every one of them leaves, you know, really pumped, and uh, you know, I'm I'm really excited about the future. We can't. I, I I alluded a little bit on my Facebook, but there's some great things in the future for Beyond the Harmony and you guys as well. Yep, yep. Wait till y'all see it. So, yep, it's been a been a wild. We we we've done content every day for going on. We, we just started the second week of content every day. I don't know if we're gonna keep doing content every day, but we we wanted to see the response to content every single day. I think it's been really good. It's been it's been excellent. I've I've enjoyed all because it it offered an opportunity for everybody to kind of collaborate and have a conversation together. And I mean, a lot of the comments and responses we've been seeing have been either causing us to say, "Wow, man, I forgot about that." Wow, that's a good comment. Or you know, it helps us think about Bone as well as we're helping you guys think about Bone. So it's a nice collaborative, making this whole thing a community. Yeah. Oh, you're saying with the questions of the day. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The questions of the day, yeah. Mo Monday. Yeah. Basically, yeah. with the questions of the day, it offers interaction. Yeah. The, the questions of the day have been huge. Um, we've been trying to do those. I, I really enjoy a lot of the responses. A lot of the responses is just like, you know, some of them are, are exactly what I expect them to be, which is cool. I think me and John pick a lot of shit that you, that you expect. And then some of the answers are huge. Some of them I'm just like, Fucking right. <laughs> I forgot all about that. Like, sometimes I read something that you guys put in there, and I'm like, yes, that's such a good answer. Like, I wish I would have thought of that. So um, there, there's been some good ones. We we started it out. What did we start it out with? What is your favorite Bone album was the, the first question of the day. And we had a lot of Eternals in there, a lot of Art of War. So... I, I yeah, do it, see, like, you know, it, there, there's a there's a couple though that that are Eternal and Art of War, and those are the more interesting. I mean, not that obviously Eternal and Art of War are are probably the most popular answers, but it's those ones that stray from it where you're like, huh, huh, and the ones that offered reasoning for it that's even cooler. 
because it's always cool to have a position and then backing it up with reasons. So it's always I cool like, hearing uh, the debate. Chris Jordan, Chris Jordan said, strength and loyalty due to the lyrical comeback that showed Bone could still kill any track featuring some of the best musicians in the industry. Hashtag no competition. Good fucking answer. I like that. I think yeah. that's, that's, for that time frame, I mean, you figure Bone was well into their career, and uh, that is true. They, I, 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 it's, Again, it's what's your favorite. So there's no wrong answer here, right? The question wasn't what's the best, the best. It said what's what's your favorite. So I think that's what what makes this a, a special question. Um, and it's it's the comeback album of 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 rap, right? I mean, like Aerosmith had some comeback albums and and rock and strength and loyalty. And I made that case on the most underrated Bone album for strength and loyalty. So I definitely agree with it. Uh, and yeah. I, I definitely enjoyed it. I mean, I still like Eternal the best, but Strength and Loyalty was definitely hot out. I can't find somebody. I wish I could find it because I want to shout them out. Somebody said uh, Resurrection, and I thought that was a real interesting answer. I, I oh no, somebody said Resurrection, and and I thought that was an interesting answer because I I just don't see that being someone's you know, favorite. Uh, but again, though, I mean, there's no, there's no wrong, you know, it's, it's what you associate with that album. I also yeah, think about but, the but, fact but, that. But when I saw that one about Resurrection, it took me back to the UBB, which was BTNH board prior to it being called BTNH board. And there was a period there around the time Resurrection came out that like this whole new movement of Bone fans was, they, they were all saying BTNH Resurrection like blows out the previous three albums. And I was just like, where are these guys coming from? Because I, I didn't agree with it, but they, they swore by BTNH resurrection and, and, and Fleshbone. Yeah. And they had hey, like, that... they, they worshiped like every track on that resurrection album. There was like websites made in, with, with the names of the tracks on the album. So I, it, it was astonishing me to see the evolution on how resurrection became the flagship for a period of time. I mean, you know, Resurrection is dope. I, I don't have a problem with Resurrection. In fact, like, I think I've told you this, but um, Sam, Sam Goody had the big Resurrection display, and, and it's so unfortunate because I, I ended up getting that. I fucking called Sam Goody every day. If you guys are younger and you don't know what Sam Goody is, it's a music store that doesn't exist anymore. And I went in, I got, I got my copy of Resurrection, and they had this giant display. There's a big box, and on one side it was the Resurrection cover, and on the other side it was like, I think like the Resurrection logo, maybe like that weird sun thing that they were using at that time, and um, and then it had a big 3D pop-up coming out of it of of bone, and and uh, I ended up getting that fucking thing, and I love the Resurrection album, you know I. Man, did you have that in your room? Like, did, do, you, yeah, do you have any pictures yeah, of that? Because do you have any video or pictures I did, of it, bro? I I wish I did. It was we had a house fire and we ended up losing it. What's crazy is I kept all my bone CDs in it, right? Like I had this big thing that took up all this room, but I had all these bone CDs, so I kept all the bone CDs in it. And what's wild is I got the bone CDs when uh, when I moved out of my mom's house, 
I took my bone CDs, but you know, that big pop-up was a big thing. So I didn't end up taking that. I fucking wish I would have. Uh, but I left that and like some furniture and stuff at my mom's and, uh, and, and she ended up having a house fire and we lost it, but it was dope as fuck, man. It was, uh, it was a great collector's piece. I, I'm always sad that I lost it. Cause it was so dope. And what was doper was I checked that fucking thing down and Sam Goody knew if there was some bone thug shit, they're like, ah, oh, that kid's going to be in here to get that shit. He knew it, bro. I was coming. There was uh, this big Busy Bone Heavens movie cardboard cutout at Blockbuster Music when Smokey used to work there, and I can't remember yeah. if we got it or not. I know he got me the missing BB Gambini poster. I don't know if you've seen it in any of my videos, but uh, I don't even know how I gave it to you. Did I ever did I send that to you? Because I don't know who has my BB Gambini poster at this point because I don't have it. But no, we had so. there was this big giant busy cardboard cutout. It was life size. And I, I think it was in Smokey's room, but I can't remember for sure. Like, that whole Fusion Fortress era is a blur, but it was yeah. there in the store. And I remember saying, yo, we got to get that. I think I think maybe we didn't have a vehicle big enough to, like, bring it home. I don't know. But it was there. <laughs> we we either yeah, got it or we didn't. I can't remember. <laughs> um, he was, yeah, so th- we, we, we did that. Uh, that was the first question of the day. Um we did the, the favorite album. We did favorite solo album. Um, me and John both picked Thug Mentality. One of the immediate things that was pointed out, and which I thought was awesome, was, yo, what about Flesh and Bone Thugs? Like, Flesh and Bone held it down. Uh, and, and, yes, I immediately want to respond to everybody and say, yes, I'm still going with Thug Mentality, but I just want you to know how much I, I did love the, the Thugs album. I give Flesh and Bone a lot of respect. He he broke the ground as the bone solo. Uh, he was the bone solo before it was okay. And, um, and yes, I totally, I, I just want to agree with everyone there. I still think Thug Mentality is just like the, the mecca for a fucking the, the solo. I don't, I don't think any of them have made a solo better than, than that one because it was just so complete for two discs. You know what I mean? Like, too, too good. Yeah. Yeah, and, and but, that Fleshbone comment, it sparked like two, like at least three conversations we've had just philosophizing yeah. about that THUGS album. And yeah. you, you had a butt. You were, you were going to throw a button there on, on that Flesh. Yeah, no, I was just going to say, but I mean, it, it's, it, it is a really good, like, especially, I'm not even going to say, like, for Flesh, it, it, it's really good. Um, I think, you know, that. It's a great, it's in their top solos, no no doubt. Uh, Flesh, Flesh kills it. That music was great. Um, he really, like, it was the bone style, but it was like, it was like the flesh and bone style. I, I, I don't know. I, I, I love the Thugs album, though. So any, anybody that, that, uh, that thought we were sleeping on Thugs, just, just know that we, we, both, we both really love that album. I, I like all the Flesh and Bone albums. And did you know, like, do you remember when that album came out? It kind of, I saw that it would, it was announced, but I just didn't believe it. And then it just dropped out of nowhere. And I got it, and I was like, wow, okay, he's in outer space. And there was, like, a lot of tracks on it. And it came out around the time, I think, Mo Thug's Family Scriptures came out. So there was, there was just a lot of bone material to enjoy at that period of time. And it was certainly yeah. a cool album. And we, we were talking about, you know, did that Flesh and Bone album reach Def Jam fans? 
Like just Def yeah. Jam fans that didn't know about Bone Thugs and Harmony somehow, and they were just Def Jam fanatics. And since the album yeah, came man. out on Def of Def Jam, and the thing that happened back then was that the labels sent singles to a lot of DJs, but not just uh, not just DJs. Like a lot of the fans. Um, <laughs> what people don't know is, you know, like, or, or may not remember, is like Def Jam sent a lot of records to like DJs, things like that. But a lot of the fans were getting material as well. So if you were really into Def Jam, you could write into Def Jam and they would send you samplers and, and shit like that in the mail. So I always wonder, I'm like, was there somebody that wasn't really into like Bone Thug? Like, you know, they didn't get into Thuggish, Ruggish Bone and shit like that. But they got that Def Jam sampler, and because they were into Eric Sermon and, and, and all that shit, and because Flesh and Bone was on Def Jam, did anybody get that sampler and just hear that, like, one, that one Flesh and Bone song and just were like, yo, I don't know about Bone, but I love that Flesh and Bone guy. Like, he's straight. And, and imagine the hardcore Run DMC fans, right? They're hearing Reverend Run with Flesh Bone. Right. And, and yeah. Run's rapping fast, and it's like, man, what? Where did this come from? That must have, I mean, I was a Run DMC fan, but I think there was something that happened along the way. Like, they made that, the uh, back, Down With The King album and had, like, Onyx on it on, ooh, what you gonna do? And they did a track with Pete Rock and CL Smooth. So by the time Run was doing the thing with Flesh, I kind of saw it coming, but I paid a lot of attention to them. And the casual Run DMC fan you know, imagine imagine experiencing World So Cruel for the first time and saying, "Is this is this the same run from It's Tricky and and uh, You Be Illin?" <laughs> so we'll never know, but I'm sure there was some Run DMC fans thrown off by that track. I gotta say too, besides Easy, besides Easy, West uh, was the first one to land like big features. I mean, they all landed Easy, but like the Rev Run feature that came before anything. That came before Pac, before Big. Uh, yeah, and Montel Jordan. Yeah, I was going to say, he had Fat Joe and Big Pun on there. Yep. Uh, B, BG Knockout was on there. Yep. The BG Knockout makes that. sense. Well, actually, even actually, even BG Knockout's a little different because it was a Def Jam release with the Ruthless Records right. ar- artist. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So it's like... It's, it, it was, this is kind of like not bone, but it, it always kind of threw me off that Run DMC was not on Def Jam, and Russell Simmons was Run's brother. Yeah, to this day, I'm like, what, what happened there? <laughs> but, but yeah, that, but I'm pretty sure that's how Run got on the flesh. It's just so weird that Run was on the first single. You know that, that and, and that's what made the album work for me though, because I was a long time Run DMC fan, and when I saw Flesh's first single was World So Cruel with Run, I was like, oh man. Just like you were saying, like look at the star power that Fleshbone gets. Yeah, I think it made it really accessible. If you think about that time period, I mean, you know, I, those people I named off now, you know, you're just like, wow, that's that's old school. But I mean, in '96, I mean, Pun and Fat Joe, that that was a good look. DG Knockout was kind of at that like, you know, I mean, you can't say. I think he was, like, at that like respected OG level at that point. Reverend Run was like, you know, super, you know legendary i think and and the rev song made it really accessible to death jam fans like right i mean you can't rev runs not just jumping on any on on any bullshit exactly 
Exactly. Yeah. So that was a that was a big stamp. Bugs Bugs was dope. Um Bugs was dope. I saw a lot of Heavens movie in there. Heavens movie was cool, but Heavens movie like we said was just like incomplete. It wasn't that what what was complete wasn't dope. Uh some of those songs are the greatest fucking bone songs ever made. But when you look at the overall, because it just it didn't get to be completed. Well, watch this. Let me ask you this. Because, you know, Thug Mentality was a double album. If Heaven's Movie was a double album and included the tracks that we know as Hell's Movie, so Heaven's Movie yeah. plus Hell's Movie together, would you still have Thug Mentality over Heaven slash Hell's, Hell's Movie? Uh... I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I I don't know about that. I don't know about that. That's because that's, that's it, an un, I mean it's an unfair question because obviously we know some of those are just like features and shit like that. But if we're just playing the game, just to play the game. Um, that's a that's a pretty good couple of discs right there. Yeah, it, I mean we we propose the question to everybody. I mean, obviously this is a what if scenario. But if it w- if Busy had a double album based on the material that was available at the time period, and we'll also add this in those snippet tracks, if those were complete songs, and it was a double album, Heaven and Hell, would that be better than Thug Mentality '99, or does Thug Mentality '99 still reign supreme? And obviously, those who selected Fleshbone, this doesn't even apply to you. So, <laughs> but uh, for yeah. those that that chose Thug Mentality '99 over Heaven's Movie. You know, it's. I wonder. You know, it, I still go with Thug Mentality '99, but I think. See, I I don't know because Heaven's movie came out first, and had it had that complete feel to it, and had and and also the caveat is the Hell's movie tracks would have been engineered to sound you know professional that because like some of them yeah, don't sound yeah. like you know well well like like uh, mastered. But, I don't know. It's a good question. Some of them are really good ways. I, I think that's a good question. Uh, so, but, you know, there there was some real there's some real opinions in there. That's what I like about this. I asked everybody's uh, favorite Bone song. That was a a packed one. I mean, you know, Mo Murder was in there. Shoot 'em Up was in there. Um, and then shit that like Bobby Hernandez said, "So Rough, So Tough" by Crazy Bone. So. There, there's unexpected stuff in there. Uh, 1985 Gemini, our last month's giveaway winner. Uh, she said, Me Killer, uh, Days of Our Lives intro, and Let the Law End are top three. Killer. That, that, yeah, when I saw Me Killer, I was like, wow, that, how, <laughs> how about that one? Yeah. Although at the time period, I remember people, there was a lot of people that like Mr. Ouija 2 and Me Killer more than some of the tracks on the album. I think those the same people that probably thought Resurrection was the flagship. I like that a lot of people pick Days of Our Lives. I think that's a great song. I don't get, like, a lot of people are high on the video, and I'm like, the video's not that great to me. Like, the, it's cool. Like, I don't think it's not, like, a cool video, but I'm like, bro, not that great of a video. Yeah, yeah, because, I mean, at the time you wanted All Bone, plus I don't Busy wasn't in the video. Like, I think if Busy was in the video... And you know, it's the full team, less less movie, more them. I think. Right. Well, that's the thing. I mean, it was for a soundtrack, so anytime they do like a soundtrack thing, they want to put a lot of the movie. In there. You know what I mean? Like the bone, like the scenery that Bone is in is great. It's just that's all it is. Um, 
you know, and th- those are my favorite parts. Obviously, I don't give a fuck about the studded off footage, but the, the song itself, uh, one, of, one of Bone's best songs. Fucking you, you know, when that came out, I remember that came out the same week. I mean, I don't know if it's the same week, but when I heard it, this is back when the radio kind of still dictated music, was Hey by Crucial Conflict came out. No, 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 it wasn't Hey. But yeah, Hey by Crucial Conflict came out, and then Pope Pimp by Do or Die and Days of Our Lives by Bone. And when I first heard Days of Our Lives by Bone, I was like, wait, th- th- this is Bone, but wh- where did this song come from? Because it felt like Eternal was still like having its run. And so yeah, I was yeah. just really thrown off that, that this song just kind of came out of nowhere. And I mean, I was happy to get another Bone track, but it, it was just like, phew, bam, out of nowhere. And I'm getting these other guys, Crucial Conflict and Do or Die, and I'm like, wow, there's a lot to listen to right now. People are starting to catch up the Bone and start, they're trying out the style. So it was like the beginning of the clone era. The fucking, the clones. Robbie C. said he couldn't answer his favorite. I can't answer that one. But I do remember in that question, we also said, can you name the song that blew you away? He said Thug Love was the, like, the song that blew him away. And I remember I said, Handle the Vibe. Shout out Kevin Starks. He said, I actually hated Handle the Vibe. Really? <laughs> and wow. I, hey, I, I did, man. I'm, I'm, glad, I'm glad that, you know, I can't see that at all. Like, that, that just doesn't make any fucking sense to me at all. But, like, I don't like some shit that some people do. I like that everybody's putting out there what they, you know, what they do like, what they don't like. Um, this is really helping build the community up again. So everybody's answers were, were good. Handle the Vibe is amazing. You know, and as so, much as I like Handle the Vibe, uh, the one thing that bothered me about it was that I was a big Love's Gonna Get You fan by Boogie Down Productions, Karis One. And... I mean, you know, they sampled the beat on, on that song, but I had heard Love's Gonna Get You so many times that hearing it again, like I was I was kind of sick of Boogie Down Productions, and so hearing the beat again on Handle the Vibe, I was like, ah, oh, let me just focus on the melody and the rhyming and just kind of like put, yeah. that, put the beat out of my head because I really, you know, I, I really love the song. It was just like, my, my, I, at the time, I didn't like all the sampling that, that Puff Daddy was doing where... You know, they'd borrow songs and nobody knew the origins. I wasn't so mad at the artist. I was more mad at the, the people listening to the music not having a quality music history and knowing the origins of some of the samples. Because there's a lot of people that thought uh, that uh, that the song Puffy did for Biggie, they thought, like, that was an original song by Puffy. Yeah. And yeah, had no yeah. idea where it came from. And, yeah, I don't think Puffy made an original song. And I mean, and it's nothing against Puffy. I'm, I'm more. I was more like, like saying, "Hey, you guys don't know where this is from." And then for rap fans to not know Boogie Down Productions, it was like, "How do you not know?" But yeah. that's just me. I'm, I'm a, I'm a maniacal, uh, crazy hip hop fan. Well, we, uh, we did a bunch of them. We did the Bone video as well. I, I don't know if you checked out some of those answers. Good ones in there. I don't. I think um, I picked like change the world. What did you pick? First of the month. Yeah. And uh, some good a lot of people out there. A lot, a lot. I saw a lot of change the worlds in there, and that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. You, let me tell you. Somebody said seven Turok seven said Thug's cry, and I was like, 
Hell yeah, because it's so crazy. As soon as me and John finished the recording, we were just sitting there having our, our private wrap-up, and I was like, oh, we didn't even talk about Thug Sky. Like, yeah. wow, Thug Sky. Like, that, that was just a badass video. I mean, it was just mm. the first time I saw that, I was like, oh. Because, you know, people, and it's it's crazy. Like, you know, I, I used to always push bone on everybody, and they were like, nah, I don't do bone. I do, you know, they, they rap too fast for me. I like that that the East Coast hip-hop, and I'm like, once I saw Thugs Cry, I was like, all right, man, you guys got to give it up for Busy Bone. And they're like, eh. I'm like, come on, man, this is like the illest video you've ever seen. Come on, man. Yeah. And, you know, just, they, I, they just, like, I couldn't do it to the East Coast fans. They just didn't want it. I mean, I think of the quality, like, there's there's some newer, you've seen, like, Crazy Bone, I think, he, you know, I think somebody on the life has a camera, and they've just shot a lot of videos that, like, life headquarters or whatever um so and and that's like fine now like in 2018 the the quality of video has changed so much you know compared to like the way it used to be um i mean back when hype williams was like banging out all these rap videos they had to all be top level i think of some of the old bone videos it's like these are fucking phenomenal thugs cry that the First of all, the jail scene is like unreal, and and I remember the first time I saw the jail scene, and I was like, oh my god! Like it, I was like, like the way I felt about like handle the vibe, I was like, oh my god! And then when I saw Bone Thugs doing the cameos, bro, I fucking freaked out. I freaked out. Yeah, and you know, speaking of Hype Williams, I wonder if I always looked for the other guy, right? Hype Williams was the guy that everybody knew was awesome, but there was another video director producer out there. His name was Michael Martin. And I don't know oh, if he yeah, did. Yeah, yeah. yeah, he did a lot of the, the no limit music videos like make him say uh because I mean say what you want about the song, but visually that video was spectacular. And I wonder if he ever directed a bone video because like I don't know if he did change the world or not, but it, that video had it, it kinda looked like something he would have done. I'm surprised I don't know who did the Change the World music video, but Michael Martin really was the good. number two. Change the World is really good. Uh, I saw some people put If I Could Teach the World. Robbie C put If I Could Teach the World and Buddha Love Is. Justin Rodriguez put If I Could Teach the World in first of the month. Um, I've never thought Buddha Love Is was that good of a fucking music video. Like, it's it's cool, but it's like, it's the quintessential, like, underground you know, yeah. B, B side video. You know what I mean? It's like, um, like it's not a bad video, but I'm like, when I think of my favorite, I'm like, that's just like a whatever. You know, I th- I think they they didn't even pump that out. I don't think with intent for it to like go on TV or anything like that. Well, well, and I think I think that vi- I didn't see that video until the collection came out. That was on the collection, right? And, yeah. like, the only way to get it was you had to send away for it. And that's the thing. I never even saw – had I seen that contest or that, that sweepstakes or that giveaway, I would have submitted it. I just never saw it. And, yeah. and that, brings me, that brings me to a quick question, though. And I've been struggling thinking about this on my walks the past two weeks. Ever since we brought up Thug TV, the Mo Thugs um, VHS tape, I've been trying to remember – I remember I got it. There was there was a giveaway. It was like if you sign up here, if you submit, we'll give you a free Thug TV VHS tape. And I was like, really? And, and I was like, man, if they put me on their mailing list, I won't mind getting spam from Bone, right? And I sent away for it. I never thought of. I never thought I'd get it. And then one day it just showed up in my mailbox, and I was like, this can't even be true. 
I can't believe they just sent me a VHS tape. They sent a VHS tape, and it had all the music videos, and it was so hard to get good quality music videos, like, from the studio, oh. right? Because most of the time we're recording television with a VCR, yeah. and to get, yeah. like, a pure, from the studio, uh, recorded, pressed, properly done VHS tape in, in high quality of the time period was, like, this is before, well, the collection came out on VHS, and then Thug TV came out on VHS. But I don't yeah. remember where that giveaway came from. Was it from The Art of War? Was it from a Poetic Hustlers? Like, where did, do you remember? Did you, by the way, did you have Thug TV? Because I don't even know if I asked you that. I, I had, I, yeah, I had Thug TV. Um, I had Thug TV, but I'm pretty sure I just went and I purchased Thug TV at, like, San Diego. Oh, oh, okay, so they sold in the stores? Um yeah, yeah, I yeah, I, I, can't, I, I don't I can't remember that I did any. I mean, maybe I did like because I I definitely owned it. I had that in the collection, and I remember when the collection two came out, VHSs were on their way out, but you could get it either you get it in VHS or DVD by the collection volume two. But when when Thug TV and you know collection volume one came out, there was no DVD. Oh yeah, yeah. No, I, I remember getting and I remember the collection coming out. I. I that came out of nowhere as well, and I remember it was a CD and a VHS tape, and I thought, how is this possible? My, my favorite rap the, pack, the packaging? Wasn't the packaging good? Like, it, it, was, it was so good. It was so good, yeah. I, in fact, it would be great if we get the guy that, that did the packaging on the show. <laughs> just, to, just to tell me, man, you did such a good job. Well, and well, even the did, color scheme. Like, Julio. Julio did all that shit. Did, did, okay. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, man, That's we should have thanked him when he was on. I didn't even realize he did a clip. Well, yeah, you know, when we were talking about it, I, I was just thinking of the CD. I wasn't thinking of the whole box set. Oh, yeah. And uh, had, had I thought of that, man, I would have I would have definitely been asking him about that. But, yeah, the packaging, what was so cool about it was they modified, like, the color scheme, and it worked. You know, it was like happy clouds. And, right, uh, right, right. Well, the fire, like the fire... It was a really good picture too. That was a dope picture of Bone, I thought. Um, and and as Bone, I'll say even as rap fans, that was the first time I think I'd seen like a a package like that. That that was more of like a, you know, Aerosmith, um, Guns N' Roses, Rolling Stones. They they had packages like that. You didn't see a lot of like. Yeah, you didn't see hip hop shit like that, really. Like I, I don't even remember like Tupac or any shit like that being. There, there was, there, there was. Well, like so, the box set was out. There was like a Led Zeppelin box set, and everybody had that. And there was a couple other, like I think Kiss had a box set, and then Def Jam came out with a box set. I bet you it's like a collector's item on eBay now. So I think Def Jam had the first like box set of like Def Jam's greatest hits from '84 to '94. And I remember, just, I remember wanting to get it just just to get it because of the packaging and just because it was like the first box set of rap. I mean, this is of my recollection. There might have been another so box set. Was it just music? Was it just music though? Yep. Good point. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's what I'm saying. I, I don't remember yeah. anybody having like the CD, you yeah, know, VHS combo like that. Like I think that phone. Maybe I'm wrong. If somebody can think of a CD VHS combo in hip hop that came out before Bones. Definitely drop that in the comments because I, I remember seeing that and I was just like, oh my fucking god, like holy shit, is this not West, the coolest shit you've ever seen? Like I got this whole CD to listen to, 
and there's a whole VHS. And do you remember the first time you popped it in, you were like, bro, I got all these videos at my fingertips? Not only that, the documentary was was phenomenal. Yeah. And, and that oh, came out of like, so that just came out of nowhere. And, man, the first time you saw Body Rot, the performance of Body Rot, with that yeah. big skull with the joint in wow. its mouth and... And yeah. Busy's like the body language that Busy had on that performance was just so raw. I mean, that, I think I watched it like on repeat, just kept rewinding Busy Bones part. I'm like, oh my god, this is, this is, this is, this is everything right here. And, and that's probably my favorite piece of Bone video. Period is Busy Bones' performance on on a body rot. I heard yeah. it. I heard it. Oh uh, yeah, killed it. That that. I mean, did, did, when I brought that up, does that strike in your mind? Like, do you vividly remember? Yeah. Like. The first time you've seen that? that? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, that the documentary blew my mind. Again, there was no YouTube. There's no shit like that. We didn't have documentaries at our fingertips. That was probably the first Bone documentary. Um, a lot of that footage got reused a lot later on, but that was our first time seeing it. Uh, seeing the live Art of War tour shit was incredible. Uh, yeah, I can't forget it. They, You know, I even remember, like, thinking, like, I remember thinking back then that it was weird that they were all wearing the camouflage, and I think Busy's wearing, like, blue. He has, like, a blue flannel shirt on and, like, a yeah. white white beater under it. Yeah, and I was like, why the fuck doesn't he have camouflage on? Um, but, yeah, no, they, they um, it was amazing. And then when they followed it up with Thug TV, like, that was amazing, too, because we knew about Mo Thugs, but we didn't know like that. And the VHS was, like, everything you fucking wanted. Like, let me tell you about all the Mo Thugs together. Okay, and we got Two True. She's got, they, they got videos. We got Poetic Hustlers. Let me tell you about them. They got videos. Um, they, they set that up, and, and John and I uh, independently have put out films, books, things like that. And, and I'll say that, um, we, you know, we learned how to put them out because they did that so well, like showing the mo thugs and, and laying that the, the the flow of that thug TV out. It was phenomenal. It was so good. It, not, yeah, and, and and Trey was on it too. And I never had seen the Trey music video, and yeah. just to see Crazy's performance on that, and like that hat and that chair that he was in, and so those things on the the thug TV was the greatest bonus out of nowhere, unexpected thing I ever got. Uh, when that came, I was like, I can't believe it! All these music videos around here, and the thing is, I I haven't. I remember the last time I saw it, it was I was in Smokey's room in Tampa. We were watching it, and I, I haven't seen it since. And I remember there was like interviews after each video with each of the artists. I think right. I remember Soldier Boy being on oh, it, yeah. and I I, I want to see it again. I bet you somebody's uploaded it to YouTube just to re-experience. Thug TV, and here's something. Here's some funny stuff about that. I had ripped it from, like, I had a video card before people even knew what a video card was, and uh, I, I figured out how to how to capture VHS tapes into the computer. And I don't remember if it was before or right when DVDs came out, but you couldn't like to have a DVD burner. Nobody had those except like studios, right? But there was a way to burn a VCD. It was called a video CD with a CD burner. And it converted your, basically, whatever movie you had into 700 megabits onto, like, a single disc. And then you could put it, uh, I guess a DVD player must have existed already. That was, like, the only way you could do DVDs before DVD-Rs came out was VCD. And I remember I used to burn things to VCD to watch it in my DVD player. 
And so I used to watch it on TV, um, VCD. And then going back to what you were saying about, we were talking about the first box set. Well, yeah, the first combo of a VHS tape and a CD. I do remember that as the first, but I'm going to take you back on this one. Do you remember enhanced CDs? Like Exhibit, yeah. The Speed of Life was an enhanced CD. The Mob Deep, yeah. like that most famous Mob Deep album. You, you put them like in the computer and they had like all the extra options and the videos and it usually had like just like a cool, um, it, you'd open it up and, it, and yeah, that, that's what you're talking about, right? Yeah, I think Wu-Tang Forever might have been an enhanced CD as well. I think like everybody that came out on Loud Records or what was, okay, was Wu-Tang on Loud? Who, who? I think Loud Record, yeah, it was Loud Record. One of those record labels, it was like for a year straight, everything they put out was an enhanced CD. But the problem was, was a lot of people didn't know how to use computers yet, right? So they'd put it in, and if the auto, and watch this, if autoplay wasn't, like if people had Windows 95, which I can't remember if that came with a CD. Yeah, that came with a CD drive. But it was like you either had to have Windows 98, to have the autoplay feature, because I think autoplay, when you pop a disc in, where it would just autoplay it, I don't think that was there, and people didn't know that you had to double-click my computer and then double-click the DVD drive to get it to play. It's it's such a commonplace thing now, but it, you know when we were all learning computers for the first time, the enhanced CDs were just too ahead of their time for for public consumption. Yeah. It's just wild uh, to think I, how I, things have changed. I, I remember it being like that, you know, like in. And I remember, like, you know, sometimes you have to, like, open it up and, like, go to Explore and, and launch it yourself. And, and I remember being really kind of ahead of a lot of people on computers and thinking, nobody's going to fucking do this. <laughs> like, yeah. nobody's going to fucking know to do this, which is too bad because, you know, the enhanced CDs are great. And then by the time, I guess, that, you know, they'd be common or, you know, they launch themselves or whatever, the Internet had blown up so much that it was, like, big fucking deal. Yeah. You know, yeah. like, you can get all this shit just on their website, you know, at that point. But, like, those were kind of, like, before, like, websites were really blown up and, you know, everything was at our fingertips. Enhanced well, well, you know, music videos were very important up until YouTube came out, right? And so you, music video albums, like the collection, even the collection, two that came out probably in, like, 2001. I remember I got it when I, no, 2000. I was in college, I was a senior, and I got it, and I, and I think it was the first, no, the first DVD I ever owned was Up in Smoke Tour by Dr. Dre, and and then oh, I got the, uh, yeah, that's probably like the best hip-hop concert, rap concert ever filmed, and it was the first time I ever saw rap in HD, well, actually it wasn't even HD, but what, what is DVD considered? At the time it was considered high definition, it's yeah. not considered high definition now, but Collection 2 came out in 2000, by the way. Okay, yep. Yeah, and seeing seeing both the Up in Smoke tour and in, in, at the time what was considered high definition, I just remember seeing Ice Cube come down in that capsule, and I was like, oh, my goodness. And, and you could see, yeah. like, all the <laughs> confetti coming down. Yeah. And then getting the collection and being able to fast-forward straight to change the world. And let me ask you this. I was the kind of person that, like, forced stuff on people that they probably didn't want to consume. And, uh, you know, so I'm always pushing bone videos or I was always trying to influence the television to put bone on. 
And I was so heated because it felt like Change the World had such a good budget for it, good direction. It was a solid music mm-hmm. video. And I never, yeah. I don't, I think I saw it on TV once. Did you ever see Change the World on TV? Yeah, I, I saw it on TV, but I, I do feel you had to go out of your way. Like, it felt like it played on, like, the weird segments, you know what I mean? Like, it wasn't in prime time, which was right. strange because I remember I remember seeing the Resurrection video on TV. Oh, yeah, yeah. That was on repeat and, all the and, time, yeah. Right, and and, and that video, like, I, you know, I, I, I never felt like that video was that great. Um, it's just okay to me. You know, I, I think I think a lot of people think it's great because you remember what that moment was, you know, for them to be kind of returning and and saying that they, you know, they didn't break up and all this shit. When you think about that video, like that video itself wasn't that great. It makes me makes me think of like Power Rangers. I wonder if if like classical music people uh, identified with that composer. Do you remember that composer that was like. You know, throwing his head, like head around at the beginning because uh, it was like an yeah. orchestra with the song. Yeah, yeah. And, and yeah, like that. every time I'd see that, I think I'm like, I wonder if this impacts people that have a knowledge of orchestras and bands and you know that kind of music. If like how they experience seeing that. That video was just weird. I'm t- you didn't think like they all had like these different vehicles and it felt like very like like wishbone on the motorcycle and fucking. Yeah, that <laughs> just like all the. All the license plates that said like seventh sign and shit. I was just, I, it was just, I don't know. It was just all right. I loved at the end when they were all together. Um, you know. Yeah, on stage. And, well, I thought that was kind of neat though. Like the fact that they put those license plates in, you know, that helped establish the brands. So I thought that was kind of yeah. cool. No, I, and, it's not that I didn't think it was cool. It was just like, I don't know. It was just something about like the way it made me think of like, like Wishbone was all in like the, the yellow, and they had Busy Bone in white, and his car was white, and I think like Lazy Bone's like blue or something like that, and uh, it, it was just like, you know. Was that, when, was that the first time Lazy Bone said, "Yeah, what's happening? <laughs> Are you Lazy Bone? <laughs> yeah, what's happening?" And I oh, think yeah, I like said that. Like, yeah, there was like little acting people. scenes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I like that. that, that uh, like, What's up with that new bone city? And Craig's bones like it's coming. There we go. <laughs> and uh, yeah, some dude, some some like kid asked about which bones. Like, yeah, man, it's coming real soon. And uh, yeah, I, I liked the campiness of that. Like for me, but then again, at the same time, I'm trying to like get my hardcore rap fans to get back into bone because like hardcore rap, they they were down with bone for creeping on to come up and eternal, and then. I, I, like it's somewhere near the end of Eternal, they something like it's like all these people just said, "No, nah, we're not with Bone anymore." I'm like, "Why? They're they're better than ever." And it's like people just moved on for a period, and then I, you know, I kept trying to get them to come back, and and that didn't really help out much. But uh, the video, the video made me feel the same way the cover made me feel. The cover of the album. When how was that? I just you know like it was just different. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like the cover. Didn't feel like a bone album. The the first video didn't really feel like a bone video. I mean, it does now, obviously. Like looking back, but I remember at the time thinking, like, wow, this is really fucking different, bro. Like this, this is some different bone shit. Well, it was cool to see. I think that was the first time they showed Crazy Bone in the studio, right? Like he raps his verse in the studio, and 
y'all thought we fell off, bone thugs, and harmony resurrection. And you got to see like this crazy get down on the mic in a studio. I can't recall if that had been done in the video up until that point. And no. like that, that was important to me to see that at the time. And like that's that's one of the, that's probably the thing I remember most of that song is well that and Busy Bone like sitting down to read the newspaper and the newspaper seemed CGI. Yeah, 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 yeah. But but seeing Crazy you know get down in the studio there, I was like, oh man, look at Crazy go, man. That they, it, that part. They did a lot of music videos for that album. Like they were coming back hard. It's got, hey, you know, it's got can't give it up on it, which is like one of my favorite Bone videos and. Yep. And it's such a simple-ass video. Like, it shouldn't be one of my favorites. Uh, but I love that video. I love that song. And it's got a weed song on it, too. Like, they did a bunch of videos for it. Yep. Yeah, and that felt like a super bonus because, you know, certainly during that time period, that wouldn't have shown on TV. And right. getting that I was like... I think that went on the collection. That was on the collection, too. That was like that was like the Buddha love is of collection, too, I think. Right. And getting both of those, I was happy about. Like, the Buddha Lovers, the it felt like the audio quality got and the video quality kind of was a notch down. But um, the uh, the Weed song seemed like super high quality because they had those those color bars at the top. I think it was, like, yeah. white on the top and bottom. They were white. Yeah, it really popped. Yeah, that was nice. That was a nice video. I, uh, it was too bad, once again, no busy bone, bro. Yeah, and, you know, I was we were talking about Michael Martin earlier. I just looked it up, and it says Bone Thugs and Harmony, The Crossroads. So Michael Martin <laughs> was the director of The Crossroads. That is bananas. Michael Martin is the director of The Crossroads. Wow. Okay. So who direct that? Did you know that? Because that's news to me. But I think that's I think that's what put him on the map to me, though. I think I knew he did the crossroads, and then, but there was a behind the scenes on how they did make him say "uh." And when I saw that, and I saw that Master P would hire somebody that looked like Michael Martin, I was like, "Wow, this is really cool!" And what I'm a great with that! Like the video directors, like I'm the fucking worst at that. I don't remember any of them ever. Yeah. Well, I, I, I was going. To, I was going. To, I was going to school for video production, so like, you know, I was looking at these guys, saying, "All right, you know, this is who I'm going to be someday." Maybe it didn't work out that way, but you know, so those guys mattered a lot. He, he did the "I Got the Hookup" movie, which I love. I fucking loved that movie too, bro. <laughs> it, it's so hilarious that Michael Martin and No Limit were getting down. I mean. He, <laughs> they're they're so like visually they're so opposite looking and just to think that Michael Martin had in his mind the creativity to create such visual masterpieces like make him say uh and I got the hookup. You know, I got the hookup was a cool film. Like for comedy it was it was pretty cool for like, you know, unknown masterpiece film. Yeah. Michael Martin. Got a bone song on it, so you know. I got and the I guess hook, he, I'll hook it up. I got the hook, I'll hook it up. And he did, and he did uh, the Game of Life. Um, that's well, Bone's stoop, been right? cool with everyone. He's fucking yeah. real. Bone has been cool with fucking everyone. They got two songs with Master P. I mean, I know Master P's still alive, but that, I mean, that's dope as fuck. Look at all the songs. Like, they always talk about, like, of course, Easy, or, uh, Easy Big, and Pot, and then they'll tell you, you know, 
pun. They got a couple of crazy bones got a pun song, flesh and bones got a pun song. But it's like you look Disney's got songs with, with Puffy. Uh yeah. y- you know, they, they got songs with fucking I mean they got songs with the brat. People forgot yeah. about the brat and J D. Yeah. Yeah. They did like multiple collabos. You know, there was um We Could All Get High and then there was uh yeah. I, I there was another one. There was a remix too. And the brat yeah. was on the I still believe shit too. Yep. Well, but I think I think Crazy was on two of her albums, right? He, it, I think I think he was on two of them, or they did they did two tracks, and I still believe I'm pretty sure they did at least three together. Yeah, probably. You know, I I, I would not be surprised. Um, they've, they've done shit with everyone. They've done so many songs that you know there's a plethora of unreleased songs. We we, we asked people what their favorite unreleased song was. And, bro, people gave answers that I'm like, I wish I would have thought of that when we were picking this. Like, sometimes, you know, sometimes you guys do the question of the day, and, and, and me and John will do a handful of questions of the day all at one time. So we don't sit there and prepare, pre-prepare for every question. So sometimes we launch questions at each other, and it's like, wow, I really got to think about this. And the unreleased one is definitely one that I was like, wow, bro, um, there's some really good answers out there. The first one that came up, and, and, and I don't know if you remember it, but um, Frank Frank uh, said whatever or whatever, and it was crazy and busy. And I remember that song so so dope. So. Yeah, yeah. But some it, other it, people said some shit that you know I don't know if. This, this is like the fine line of what is unreleased and what isn't. Somebody said to get together with Black Hole of Watts. That was on Black Hole of Watts' album, I'm pretty sure, so that's released. Strictly For My Grind, I'm pretty sure that was released on whoever the, you know... Space Hog, but, Boss Hog or something? Right. But again, though, it's like, um, who the fuck was that? How many copies was it on? Did you really even get it? So does that technically even count as release? You know? Yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah. Robbie C said Flesh of My Flesh with DMX and he asked was that unreleased it was dope uh, the reason why I don't count that one is it didn't have the DMX verse I don't think it had a chorus I think DMX was maybe supposed to do the chorus do you remember that one it had like DMX growling and shit in the background it was a song called Flesh of My Flesh with DMX we, we just guessed that it's called Flesh of My Flesh based on you know some of the lyrics and, and it's, it's a beat and you hear DMX built into the beat, and there's an opening for what we assume is DMX, but it's only Bones verses. It's pretty fucking old. Man, I, I'm gonna look that up. I know I must have heard it at the time period, because yeah. you know. Uh, but I haven't heard it since since it probably came since it probably got unreleased, released. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Leaked. Yeah, since yeah. It got leaked. I got. I wrote that down. I'm looking that up after the show. That sounds. I'm gonna be like, man, how did I miss this one? But yeah, yeah, thinking about the criteria, it's it's it, trying to think back on what's what came out, what didn't, and then you know the best one I saw where I was like, man, I can't believe I forgot this was Into the Future. Yes, Jesus. Who said that, that one? Whoever said Into the Future, I gotta go see who did that because they deserve that. That that was a great answer. Into the Future was beyond good. Did anybody ever get an answer? It must have been like a sampling thing, like. Even past it be a sampling, I, I remember, like, 
you just couldn't have that on the internet for a while. Like there was some kind of like agreement that all the Bone fans were keeping it off the internet because somebody somebody didn't want it on here. And no, it was really hard to get for a while. I remember there was like a website of the guy that had produced the song and he had an explanation of what what the reason was, but I don't remember the details. I don't want to say it, but uh, he had an explanation of what had happened from his perspective. And That's why so, I yeah. I if anybody remembers why, put, put put that in the comments. I would love to, you know, so many years you forget all these little things like that. That's the shit that I think is interesting. But that was a great track. And, and I felt like Into the Future, like, united people. For whatever reason, it felt... Like when it came out, it just felt like it felt like it, Bone really was bringing us into the future. Like it felt it felt true. Like it didn't feel like they were just hypothetically speaking. It just it just it felt real, and it kind of connected everybody for a minute there. And I think everybody was uh, happy Bone was back again. Someone said that they always liked Coming Home, the TQ version. I know you're a big fan of the, the TQ oh yeah, version. man. I, that TQ version, the way that song sounded. I was like, oh, man, if they make a whole album like this, man. And I, I played it to a lot of people that had, you know, we were talking about those Bone fans that thought Bone began and ended with the Crossroads. And I right. played that to them. <laughs> <laughs> and and they're like, oh, man, man, these guys came back. And I'm like, man, they they got 20 years of albums, 192 plus. Like, well, I, I missed all that, but this is a really good song. Like the, way, the TQ version, it just... I remember I bought a sound bar. Like, I had heard the song. I was like, oh, man, I need to hear this. So I went out and bought, like, one of those $300 sound bars just to, just to hear it in, on full blast. And at first I was like, oh, man, why'd they change it? I understood why they had to. And, and now I'm cool with the new version, but I really wanted that original version with TQ. Because I love TQ. Everything with TQ, I love TQ. Um, Frank Neff, he said, murder me. Busy Bones, murder me. I thought that was a great pick. Yep. Uh, Frank yeah, 216 said the, the strength and loyalty cuts were dope, which they, they were. A lot of those strength and loyalty cuts, that, that included yep. Into the Future, those, they were dope. Oh, Into the Future was from Strength and Loyalty era? I always felt like that was from Thug World Order, uh, The World's Enemy. Um, I know. That, that, that's no fucking way. No, yeah, because Flesh, isn't Flesh the first rapper on Into the Future? Yeah, but no, that that that's not unified. I think so. I think it's, it's, no, no fucking way. It, listen, it's ten. No way. No way. It is because I remember I remember hearing Into the Future along with The Game Ain't Ready, both of which were you know quasi unreleased. And I'm thinking, oh my goodness, they got a new sound. This is I can't wait for the album. And then neither track no, one on the album. Looking at it right now, look, somebody right here is saying this is a cut from Strength and Loyalty. Really, into the future. Yeah, I, you... I, I think I think that uh, I think that there was that might have been a problem with it too. Maybe Flesh and Bone being on it was an issue at that time. But how could Flesh think, have been on it? He was I think not it was older, available. Though. I think he was oh, older. Okay. I mean, it had to have been, because I, I know it wasn't for Unified, because it was around way before then. I don't know. Uh, my mind, my, my memory is kind of blended. You might be right, but I feel like it came out after I left South Florida, but we'll have to look it up. We'll have to, I mean, it, although the hard part about looking this up is we won't be able to find a copyright date, because <laughs> it was never officially released. Let's see... By the way, oh, while, while you're looking something up, I just want to point out that Michael Martin, 
not only did he do the crossroads and make say uh, and I got the hookup, but he also did the East Siders, the movie with Snoop and um I forgot the other guy's name, but th- there's a scene in that movie with Sugar Free. Did Sugar Free ever do a song with Bone? Because he know. had like a a fast flow. I thought too. I saw a picture of like Lazy Bone and Sugar Free though. That makes sense. Well, Sugar, in the movie The East Siders, if you ever see it, or if you have it, there's a scene with Sugar Free. They're in jail, and he starts making this beat on the on the table, and then he busts this super smooth, like, verse. And it's it's my favorite. I don't even think I have... I, I don't remember anything from the movie except the Sugar Free scene. So if you have The East Siders available, check out that Sugar Free scene. It, it's so, it's so pimping. And uh, it also has shown that that Michael Martin did an NWA Legacy video collection and Outcast. Yeah. He did Elevators and AT Aliens. That is crazy. Yeah. You know, that guy was killing it. He did The Crossroads. The Crossroads is, you know, for it, it isn't my favorite video, but definitely it's like the greatest bone video of all fucking time. Like, yeah. Amazing, so. Um, yeah. yeah, so the questions of the day have been great. We appreciate everybody's answers. We have more of them that are going to come out. Um, I don't know, like I said, if we're going to continue doing everyday content tonight, it's fucking wild, but uh, we, we do have a bunch of questions of the day. I like doing them. I like everybody's responses, so, you know. It's fun, man. I, I, it's it's probably my favorite part of the show now, is these questions of the day. I, I love them. I, yeah, I just, I, I like reading everybody's answers. Everybody's answers are... And, and I feel like, I feel like we're creating, in a way, a form, right? So, some of the bone forms aren't what they once were, and you want to have those archive locations to, to go back to. So now we're creating, you know, a lot of these are just basic questions about getting your input on Bone, but they're pretty, they're, they're, they're really archival, right? And I think these kind of questions of the day could live on for a long time. We were talking about the collection and the collection volume two, and just, I, I know I'm, Slack and I haven't put up a video, but just so y'all don't forget, this month's giveaway is a copy of The Collection Volume 1. All you got to do to enter is the commenting on any video from this month, and we have so many fucking videos this month. Uh, you got a lot of chances to win. Every comment that you make counts. I see some of you guys, two, three comments on a video. We appreciate that. Um, so this month we're going to give away a, a copy of the collection volume one last month. We gave away a copy of the ghetto cowboy single 1985 Gemini brought that home. So, you know, shout out to 1985 Gemini and don't forget to, uh, comment the collection volume one. And I got some really cool, I got some really cool giveaways that are, that are set to come too. We're, we're starting to moth slow, Johnny. Yeah, and, you know, the collection of volume know. one. The what? They don't know, bro. They don't fucking know. Some of the shit that I'm about to give away, I'm starting them off slow because if I come out the gate with some of this shit, the expectation will be too high. Yeah. Got to start them off slow. Some of this shit that I'm going to get. Y'all know that I'm looking at 40, 40, 40. I'm looking at 40 copies of Faces of Death. They're six inches from me, 40. <laughs> It's hard to get just one copy. This guy's got 40 of them. 40. We got 40. We got the record. We got some tapes. We got a bunch of sealed copies. 
Um, so we're going to give some of those away. Uh, I got some other cool shit that I'm going to give away. But this month, we're giving away a copy of the collection. Every comment that you're making um, is going to count. And we got other giveaways that we're doing too. So if you've made comments on videos from last month, or if your comment this month doesn't win, when we do our 500 giveaway, when we do our 1,000 subscriber giveaway, when we do our 1,500 subscriber giveaway, every comment on every video that's ever happened will make, you know, be eligible on all those. So everything that you guys are doing is still going to count. And shout out to the 361 people that have subscribed to us in the, the last two months, man. We appreciate y'all. Thank you. Thank you very much for the yeah, sub. I'm good. Two, two months, and I cannot even tell you, I can't even start to tell you how crazy it's been for two months. When, when you guys see a month from now, things are going to be real different. And every, every week, things change up here a little bit, but a month from now, it should be real fucking wild. It's, it's been a crazy ride. So Yeah. And, uh, it, is, it is bananas. And, uh, there's a lot, of, a lot of dope people making it happen for us, bro. You know, it's, yeah. it, 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 it looks like it's just me and you, but I mean, dude, thugsandharmony.com, phoenixrising, bookofthugs.com, bonethugsandout, loyalbonefans.com. Uh, so, so many people helping make it happen. The group, and, board. And all the mods. We got mods on uh, Beyond the Harmony as well. Yeah, our Beyond the Harmony group is great. The people that we have. Uh, we got a great squad at Beyond the Harmony. You're not part of the Beyond the Harmony group. So on Facebook, we have a like page, but we have a group where you can get in there and, and help with some of the interviews and give us your input before anybody else. So get down with the Beyond the Harmony group. So uh, yeah, make sure it, you're – go ahead. I was going to say somebody. Uh, what's cool about it is somebody had posted a a new video. It was like a like an artist that did a track with Busy Bone, and they actually shot a music video for it. The artist was called Blaze. I think that's how you pronounce yeah. it, B-L-A-I-S. It was a really yeah. cool video. Um, you know, the guy had the guy's performance was really cool, and Busy Bone just like was the vintage Busy, just just uh, killing it. And it's like you see, that, you're like, man, if, I wish Busy was doing this the past 22 years because, man, it was. I think it, I think everybody that sees it likes it. So if you haven't seen it, I can't remember the name of the song, but it's called it's it's by this guy named Blaze featuring Busy Bone. And it's a cool video. Yeah, it's, it's very dope. Um, I, you know, I saw it, and uh, I thought Blaze did a great job. I'm not sure who, who Blaze is with. I noticed that his name is I Am Blaze, which, you know, Busy's with I Am Media, uh, August Keen and them. So maybe Blaze is with them. But either way, it was a great video. Um, Busy did a phenomenal job in it. I thought Blaze did a phenomenal job as well. So. If you haven't checked that out, you guys should check that out. It's always hit or miss when, when you know, any artist does a feature with, with the artist that's on the come up. Um, so I thought that was really good. And and not just the song. I mean, the fucking video is really good. I can always appreciate when you can tell somebody took time and, and money and effort and put it into their product. Yeah, and, you know, while we're on it, too, I should give a shout-out and, and a, like, an announcement is that if you guys saw the Busy Bone Misery music video, the guy that rapped after Busy, uh, he was kind of like all bloody in a bathtub. He's recently released two new singles. One's called Benagoon, and then he's got another one that just came out. And uh, the guy that helped produce the song, um, Excel Beats, 
he's been releasing a lot of new material as well. And if if you've been with Beyond the Harmony since the very, very, very beginning, you'll remember the very first interview we ever got was with Excel Beats. So um, he's got a lot of new material. Tall Cuz, TC, he's got a lot of new material. Blaze. So make sure you check all these guys out. And uh, if you haven't seen those videos, John's got his own solo page. They're on there. They did just hit syndication. We put out part one on ours this past Sunday, and we're going to put out part two and three uh, on the upcoming Sundays. So you got syndication Sunday coming with the Busy Bone Misery interview. The Excel Beats interview will probably end up there. But there's a unreleased part four that didn't make it onto John's Facebook or uh, YouTube, rather. And we're going to be releasing that coming up as well. So if you have been following uh, John's Busy Bone Misery interviews and you saw part one, two, and three, um, part four is going to be coming. If you haven't seen them, make sure you're checking them out every Sunday. Part one's up there right now on, on the Beyond the Hunting page. What's crazy, too, is three months from now, it'll be a year since we filmed Misery. And it's it's, it's been a wild journey since then. So that's a pretty neat factor i can't believe how much time flies but and yeah. hey, if you have and if you haven't seen the the misery music video you got to see that man that that's a spectacular music video visually yeah. incredible and Good shout luck. out to yeah raleigh creative raleigh rodriguez did the uh, music video for that he is a phenomenal video director so check him out too it, raleigh creative the, the video really made me feel Good, you know, like I said, there's a lot of videos now that you can just tell are just they're they're okay. They're a low budget video, you know what I mean? They're just like, yeah, you know, and and it's not like a big deal. I mean, you see it so much that it's, it's a normal thing, but when you see the high quality ones, that makes you think of like the old, early, like really fucking good videos. Misery just visually is like really good. Really. There was a yeah, and there was a full crew. We're talking like a full production crew with crane, like it was like they had uh, a big, uh, huge like movie camera. It was like a movie, a movie, movie camera. And they had like these rails and a full staff. So it it was a real deal production. It was very impressive. Yeah. It, it was it was really cool to be part of it. And um, and visually, hey, this, this video really looks cool. So if you haven't seen Misery, definitely give that a, a, a check out. I was there for it. So I'm definitely promoting that one. There's been a lot going on in Bone Thugs. One of the things, in fact, it's it's the thing that kind of helped push this off the ground was Lazy Bone did the best of Mo Thugs, Volume 1 and 2. Me and John guessed what both tracks will be. Uh, we do plan on doing a, you know, a, a full video uh, once the CD version comes out, once the second track list drops. The first track list dropped. Me and John did pretty good on it. Um, so we'll, we'll talk about that in the video, but I, I do want to say that for you collectors on lazygear.com right now, the pre-order is still up and you can pre-order the best Moltugs right now for $12 and 95 cents. And it's too fucking good. So that's, I mean, dude, that's killer. That's great. Especially for a collector. You, you can get the regular ones. You can get just disc one on like iTunes and all that, you know, right now. Pretty sure it's available on there right now. Um, some great tracks on there. So we'll, we'll do a good follow-up video on that one as soon as it drops. I pre-ordered it, just so you know, John. I pre-ordered it, so you know we're going to have to review it. Hey, 
Absolutely. That's that's dope as heck that you pre-ordered. And uh, I'll be looking to see, I'll, I'll, you know, we didn't even consider what the what the CD artwork may include. I'm curious to see how they do how they do the oh, disc sure. and how they do the panels. Yeah. You know, what kind of throwbacks it has. You know, how how, how elaborate they get with it. I was I was talking about but when I look at, it, it really makes me wonder. When I look at the the, the first the, the first track list, I'm really curious. Like I can't wait for the second track list drop. I'm really curious to see what happens. There was a couple that I didn't expect. No photo made it in there. Graveyard shift. No photo. So that totally killed. You know, like what we thought that we may not see the graveyard shift stuff in there. Uh, it also opened it up for the fact that the Solo, when I say solo, I mean like too true by themselves, poetic customers by themselves. It, it means that there's a lot of possibility for that on the second disc as well. Yeah. The first disc was, was it's a solid lineup. There wasn't too many surprises. The no photo, you know, once we saw no photo, it was like, oh, that makes sense. That makes a lot of sense. The graveyard yeah. shift track with Lazy Bone. How did we not see that? And um, if, so, if you remember, though, I said I, I thought it was going to be very heavy Lazy Bone. Right. No, I do. Yeah, I do remember. Well, that's why I said, how do we miss it? Based on that context, that lens that we had that you provided. And when I saw no photo, I was like, wow, cartoon was right, man. He he he, he hit it on the head. And uh, I'm not even, you know, I'm not even mad. Lazy Bone, Lazy Bone has held it the fuck down for Mothug. Uh, he has held it the fuck down. He is the... He is what it defines to be the leader of Bone Thugs. He, he absolutely defines what it is to be the leader of Mole Thugs. Um, if, you, if you're going to fucking highlight anybody in this Mole Thug situation, that fucking guy deserves it. So uh, Absolutely. Well, and it's a good song. I mean, when we saw it, it wasn't like we were like, no photo. We were like, no photo, of course. Have. Of course, no photo. How did yeah. we not even bring that one up? Like, I, I was, I was right. like kicking myself for forgetting about that track. Yeah, no, it's dope. It's dope. It made it made sense. I was happy to see that track list. I'm happy to see it out. Um, it, it really, you know, we we had no idea when we might see it out. Uh, so the fact that the first one is already digital gives a lot of hope to see the second one too. And I think they've held back on the second one until the disc is almost ready to go. So it, it'll be exciting. That that'll be great for you know to get in the mail. Um, I like that Lazy Bone likes to do shit like that, man. People can say what they want about, like, the Lost Archives and whatever, but Lazy Bone does really try to give the cool shit to the fans. Yeah. Yeah, he's giving us a lot, too. I mean, you know, all those those Bone Brothers, all those uh, Lazy Bone solo albums, I mean, he's made a lot of material. He redid the Faces of Death. I thought that was, you know... uh, if you never were able to get your hand on a real copy of Faces of Death, he did the re-release, and I thought that was a fucking cool move. You still got that on, on Lazy Gear with the with the T-shirt. You get it with a T-shirt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So. I was, I, yeah, yeah. Now, I'm, I'm curious. I'm now my my curiosity is up to see what winds up on this too. But this one was like really close to what we had predicted as like a combination of our one and two. So yeah, number you know, wasn't it wasn't it wasn't too bad. Uh, we you know we were pretty close, and once once I get the disc and the second thing drops, we'll do a full full review of it. 
Um, yeah, and it's going to be cool too. For I mean, it's already available on streaming, so I think a lot of people are hearing a lot of stuff for the first time. In in, I mean, it was in digital quality back then on CD, but you know, if you didn't have the CD, you were just hearing YouTube streams of it, and it wasn't really some of those tracks weren't available on streaming services until now. So. It's dope as fuck that, that it's on streaming. Cause, I mean, you know, Multugs 1 and 2, I don't think those have ever been on streaming of any kind. Yeah. I, I got a question yeah. for you. And this, this dawned on me just now, and, and I think this is like the missing link in my mind. So am I wrong, but was the show, not the show, but everyday thing from the show soundtrack, was that on any of the collection volume one or two? And the reason why I ask that is because I'm looking at the track list right now for the collection volume one. And what I really liked about it was that it had days of our lives, shoot them up, breakdown and notorious thugs. Those were all, you know, you had to have like individual singles. So you always had to carry around like five discs if you didn't have a CD burner to get them all yeah. there. And I remember thinking like, okay, you got them all, but where's everyday thing from the show. Like, that was the one yeah. piece I felt like was missing. I I also thought that was really cool. Because um, I, I remember feeling that same way. Like, you had to have the single, and they were like, nah, fuck that. Uh, we're going to put them all together. Uh, everyday thing, yeah, I don't I don't know why why they didn't. I wonder how, conf- how confusing it must have been, because on uh, The Art of War, there's a track called Everyday Thing, right? No, 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 that's uh, on Creeping on the Come Up. On Creeping on the Come Up, wait, what? My mind is thrown off. Uh, they, well, you know they definitely do on Bone Enterprise. On Bone Enterprise. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. I think I think on, on Art of War, it's, it's, it's like subtitles, Everyday Thing Part 2, right? It's an everyday thing when you let your bucks bang. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah maybe. And, and then on that first fixed tape, didn't Crazy Bone have a track like the first single from that fix tape was Everyday Thing? And yeah, it was like right. completely reinvented, but that was the name of the track? No. It's like, it doesn't even matter. Come on. <laughs> it's like Mo Murda, Mo Murda, Murda Mo. Yeah, yeah no, I'm not knocking the, the song titles. I'm just, I'm saying, you know, if someone's trying to look something up. I, I wonder what it's like on a streaming service. You want to hear Everyday Thing, right? But you want to hear the show version not the fixed tape version, not the faces of death version. So like, there's like three songs come up, and how do you know the right one to to click on if it doesn't have the icon for the album artwork? Yeah, those are those bone questions, man. <laughs> it's like I'm, look, I'm looking now. I just looked it up. I was just looking up the digital while we were talking about that, just to see, and uh, it's on my Spotify. Very dope to see Mothugs on Spotify like that. That is, that's phenomenal. Good for them, man. That is good to see. Ghetto Cowboy is whooping ass. Oh, yeah. (laughs) And is it coming from that particular? Yeah, I'm sure everybody would be checking that one first anyway, no matter what. Yeah, there's been no other release with it it out there. So good Good for Lazy Bone, man. Lazy Bone's getting the music out there to the fans that want it. I mean, motherfuckers want those discs. And, uh, 
you know, a, a lot of people, I, I saw some people kind of knocking it too, like, ah, oh, you know, it's just, um, it's just shit that we already have, but that stuff's not on digital. And I don't know, maybe, you know, maybe this was like lazy bones way to work around, you know, the, the ownership of that and everything and, and getting it on digital. Maybe he was able to use it in compilation form, uh, whatever it is, it's finally digital. And I'm thankful for the, for that because I, I fucking use Spotify. I don't I don't play my CD. Imagine trying to keep the entire Bone Thugs and Harmony Mo Thugs collection on your phone. I mean, it, it would use up like half half the storage space. So I'm trying to yeah. I'm doing everything through streaming services, and as it's been so many times where I wanted to hear a track from Mo Thugs One and Two, I type it in. Some of them are there because they wound up on like other compilations. Like I think Ghetto Cowboys on the greatest Bone Thugs and Harmony hits. But there's other tracks I wanted to hear, and they weren't there before. So at least now I got the best of. You know, ideally, it would be the whole collection, but you know I'll take what I could get. And I guess different streaming services are different. I use Google Play, and up until recently, uh, most thugs did not have um, the, 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 the tracks that I wanted to get. So I'm yeah. thrilled that Lazy Bone did this. Keep in mind, we're in a digital age now. So just because you got the physicals, which that's cool that you have the physicals, but and you may even have the MP3s as well. But if you're into streaming, which a lot of people are now, you know, this is a good this is a good offer. John, I don't know. Um, got a chance to look it over much. I, I know I tagged you in it. It's right before we went live. Uh, John, the go admin over at BPNH board. He posted up. He he posted up an idea. It was like a fucking at least a month ago to do a you know a a, a bracket style elimination for to figure out the best Bone Thugs and Harmony song and it was, a, it was a really good idea he ran with it and now he has a a four division bracket up and on BTNH board right now and they've been posting it just since we've been live he's been posting up uh, and everybody can vote on this if you're a Bone fan BTNH board on Facebook. And you can vote. The the bracket looks amazing. Um, we, should, we should post a picture of the bracket. Uh, we'll, we'll at least try to link it. And if you're a Bone fan, you should be voting. You should be on the BTNH board voting because this is phenomenal. I, did yeah. you get excited when you saw this? I, I, this was so cool, man. I mean, the, the artwork on it, the way it looks. I mean, this thing is – this is – this is legit as heck, and what a great idea! And how has this not happened until this point? Yeah. This is this idea is superb, and it's and like the selections just make you say, "Wow, okay," you know. And I I, I think we should try this out right now. I mean, we don't have to do all four brackets, but I, I think we ought to bracket this bracket this bitch up. You want to do one of these brackets? Yeah, I'll do one. I I love that there's. John did. I don't know if it's John or whoever. Maybe he's know, giving props. Is. He's saying Mark Bernard created it. So great idea to oh, Mark the art? Bernard. Yeah. The the art or who who came? I think I thought I thought it was John's idea and maybe Mark did the art. Whoever. Well, I don't know. Yeah. Well, he says here it is. It's the BTNH bracket. Feel free to print it out and complete it and post it. And he wanted to give a huge shout out to Mark Bernard for creating this for us. Excellent job, my yeah, dude. Yeah, I think he did the. I think he did the art because I remember seeing John uh, post about the the bracket itself. Um, 
But either way, Mark and John, it seems like, you know, they collabed on it. It's amazing. Uh, John's been posting just since we've been online. Um, anybody that's a member of the BTNH board can get in there and vote. And, you know, I, I, I know what I'm voting for. Um, but yeah, I, I, I would do a, a bracket right now. Pick, pick a fucking, pick a fucking bracket. I'll, I'll do that. I, I almost wish that the only thing that would have made this better is if this would have came out last month during uh, NCAA basketball March Madness. But uh, you know where everybody's, everyone's doing the brackets. But uh, we'll take the bracket a month later see, in April. I think when I see John Sage, I think he's a big NCAA fan or or something. So. I think that's where it probably came from. He, he was probably in the middle of uh, March Madness, and we were like, yo, we, we need a bone one, and it's a fucking good idea. This is such a good idea. So, yeah, let's let's try this out. Which which bracket do you want to do? I'm, I'm down with whatever. I think that Eternal one is good. The Eternal one, I think, is the one he's, he's posting up and doing right now. Okay. All right, so... Days of Our Lives versus and and Days of Our Lives is in the number one spot versus the number sixteen ranked Ghetto Cowboy. Yeah, there's a lot because Ghetto Cowboy. I mean, Ghetto Cowboy got to be the number one most heard song of all time. Yeah, and, but, and actually, and how how are we vote? Like, what's the criteria of the vote here? Is it just like which track you like better? Yeah, I think so. I think it's just one which one you like better, and uh, you know, I mean, mine's Days of Our Lives. Uh oh. Okay. Well, I'm going with Ghetto Cowboy. So really, really. I'm saying, wait. Let me think about this. I, you know, I, I'm trying to. Yeah. You know. I don't know. I mean, I played both of those songs so out so bad that I could live without ever hearing either of them again because it's been so many times. But oh, yeah. I just don't feel like that about Days of Our Lives at all. Oh, uh, when that came out, you know, I was talking about it earlier. That with the Do or Die and with uh, Crucial Conflict was just like. That was the repeat, 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 and then you know what I remember too. I, I that came and then and then shoot 'em up came, and it was hard to get your hands on the Great White Hype soundtrack, but uh, but they used to because they didn't play shoot 'em up on the radio, but they played Days of Our Lives on the radio every single day. That's why I'm kind of like, oh, you know, it was it was ad nauseum. The only thing that made Days of Our Lives kind of cool was that there was the version that had um, the Tender Love at the beginning. You know, it's like kind of like, like two songs in one. Yeah. yeah. And the radio only just played it when the, the body of the song kicked in. They did You normally didn't hear the full intro. Sometimes yeah. you would, yeah, yeah. but not always. But um, Well, we can come back to that one if we're not ready to, to, to pick on that one. We'll, we'll go to the next. We'll go to the next one. We'll come back to that one. That one's a big one. I think, I think Ghetto Cowboy is the 16 feed, by the way, is a little unfair in my opinion. Yeah. But, and that's a good battle too. I mean, really, Days of Our Lives versus Ghetto Cowboy. That's yeah, that's almost that's as good, good as your, uh, you know, you had you basically had your own bracket when you were offering people choices on what they wanted the first giveaway to be. Yeah. <laughs> and what do you know? It was yeah. Ghetto Cowboy. So it was Ghetto Cowboy. We'll we'll come back to that one. The next one was Remember Yesterday, which is their number eight seed versus the I Tried, which is the number nine seed. I'm going with I Tried all day. I mean, Remember Yesterday. Yeah. That was like on behind the harmony, right? No, I think that was on like the thug, like the bone thug. Oh, T H U G S. Yeah, yeah. I'm with I tried. I'm one of those people that actually liked I tried. I know a lot of people thought it was too commercialized. No, I like I tried a lot. I thought I tried was fucking phenomenal. 
Okay. So I tried advances to round two. Yeah. And then we got uh, the number six. Was that five? That's the number five seed, Resurrection Paper Paper, versus the number 12 seed, Nation of Thugs. Nation of mm-hmm. Thugs. What is that? What is what am I? Is that like the intro of um, the Thugs album? What's What's Nation of Thugs? I, I'm drawing a blank on that. Yeah, yeah, it's it's on Thug. Okay, that's like when they're all talking, right? I think. Well, I mean, it's it almost feels like if that's the song I think of, that's it's like an intro versus an actual song. So no, it's just a long song. So, um, I got no love for the law. You know that. That's it. That's the song? Okay, well, I'm, remember all the words. I'm still going with Resurrection over Nation of Thugs because, I mean... Yeah, I am too. I, I am too. It's, it's a good song, but it's, it's, it's not Resurrection Paper Paper for sure. So that's the move on. Look at this next one. is hard, bro. This next one. Number four, yeah. the introduction against So High. Wow. Yeah. How can you yeah. choose, man? How can you I'm choose... Easy, the introduction. So high is dope, but it's not doper than the introduction. No fucking way. Yeah, no way. You're right. You're right. The introduction. No I, I mean, it's dope. If 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 that if so high was up against something else, it'd be a harder pick. You know what I mean? It'd be a way harder pick because I think so high is dope as fuck. Like I remember hearing that like the first time, and it it was really like, wow, this is it was it was great. But not against the introduction. The introduction beats the fast. And that's the, the too true with Crazy Bone, right? So high. Yeah. Or is that? Yeah. Oh, let, we could all get high as one with the brat. Okay. Yeah. Right. Yeah, that is a great song. But yeah, the introduction. I mean, the introduction. I, I think I, I picked that as my most favorite Bone song of all time. So I'm going yeah. with the introduction as well. Same here. Yep. Same here. What we got next? I hope I hope you're keeping track in some way. Yeah, yeah, I'm writing. I'm writing these down. Okay, good. Uh, right. Okay, so the next one up after the introduction verse so high is the number six seed, which is Mr. Bill Collector versus the number eleven seed Hunda de La. Now, Hunda de La was that the song that was missing on the cassette tape for the Art of War? Uh, I think that was Evil Paradise, maybe. Okay. I feel I feel bad for any song that goes up against an eternal song. You know what I'm saying? So I'm going yeah. with Mr. Bill Collector. I mean, hands down, eternal. Yeah, I I also got to do um, I also got to do that. I like Whom Die They Lie, but like it it's it's not better than Mr. Bill Collector. You know, man, I, I I've said this like probably three times on the show, but betray the truth. Uh, Stay Trill with Crazy Bone where it sounds like Mr. Bill Collector that song yeah. just hits so hard in the car the bass on that is just phenomenal but yeah, yeah Mr. No, Bill so, Collector I love alright so we got number 3 Handle the Vibe versus number 14 Weed Song I think yeah. we know who's going to win this one yeah Handle the Vibe yep and again it's like you know, weed songs from Resurrection going against a Art of War era. It, it just it feels like I don't yeah. know. It just feels unfair. Just so you know, just so you know, like I know that was just like such a fucking easy, just like duh, pick. You know, to you and I, but they're yeah. they're really going at it on the board right now. I think it's like fourteen to sixteen 
um, in the voting. Oh, okay. It's it's jumped up a lot since I looked. Handle the vibes up twenty seven to seventeen. The lead song's got seventeen votes. But they, wow. It's, it's updated a lot. Yeah. So they they're going at it right now. But yeah, handle handle the vibe all day. All right, and we got number seven ranked body rot versus number ten just vibe. I like wow. this vibe a lot, but it's not going to beat body rot. <laughs> yeah, you know, just vibe I think was on the best buy version of strength and loyalty. Like I don't think it, I don't think it came natively. You had to buy the Best Buy version, if I remember correctly. I, I, I thought, uh, yeah, because I, I thought it was a Strength and Loyalty cut, but it did make it as like a bonus track, right? It, it, yeah, there was like there was multiple versions of Strength and Loyalty, which drove me nuts because I think I I think I owned like three copies, and I think I sent them all to you eventually. <laughs> Well, they do that shit a lot, like, where they'll fucking, you know, like, Best Buy has a, a bonus track that, like, Walmart doesn't have and shit. Right. Yeah, yeah. I wound up, I remember I remember winding up with a couple versions, and I think I even bought one. I think it was, like, if you bought it online, it came with another track as well. But well, just I really yeah. like Just Vibe, but it's not, it's not even coming close to Body Rot. No, fuck no. It doesn't even, like, you know. It's it's just like we were saying, you know, earlier, like, I mean, if it was just vibes or so high, I guess so high would beat that too, but it's like, no way against Body Rock, no fucking way. Body Rock. Yeah. All right, and to wrap up this, well, this, this round one of the bracket, it is Notorious Thugs versus Waves from New Waves. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Again, unfair. That's such a unfair matchup. That's like Michael Jordan and the Bulls going against the Charlotte Hornets or something. <laughs> I, don't, I don't. I don't know. Like, are you are you a fan? Like, I always push the the song uh, "Ruthless" from, from yeah. New Wave. I, I love that song. Um, yeah. No, I love "Ruthless" as well. Well, although when we were filming "Misery," uh, Brother Clay kept playing "Ruthless" like on repeat. That and um, Cocaine Love and there was another track. But I remember I heard Ruthless like, it, we, it was like we, we'd listen to Misery and then right after that it'd be Ruthless and then Misery and Ruthless. And so I, I, I got my share of Ruthless on that journey, but it's, it's definitely a cool it's, song. But it's nowhere. I, I guess that, that one, yeah. It, it, that one is closer for me for Notorious Thugs, but still Notorious Thugs, I mean, you know. I'm surprised I mean, Thugs isn't the number one seed. Yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah, I, I it, when if it comes down to it, I mean, I'll let you know right now. Notorious Thugs is taking Days of Our Lives out the box, but um, we'll see. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see how the bracketology goes. Oh shit! Yeah. Okay. Now that back up to the top, uh, you just said that Notorious Thugs will be Days of Our Lives. Yeah, it sounds like you're sold on Days of Our Lives over Ghetto Cowboy. I'm going. I, I mean, I, I I guess we're gonna have to. I I could concede if you if you really wanted Days of Our Lives, I could concede to that because I mean I, I'd still probably rather hear Ghetto Cowboy than Days of Our Lives, and I'm probably the only one. But I, I'll concede Days of Our Lives just for the exercise. I I, 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 I could roll I with that. I don't even love Ghetto Cowboy like that. I felt way out of the loop during Ghetto Cowboy, like how much people loved it. Well, yeah, no. Once once the mainstream took over Ghetto Cowboy, that kind of 
you know, made it not as good. But like that first week of having, it was just the production quality of it. I was blown away at how good it sounded. And it was back to back, I think, with all all good. So I was just happy yeah. it was unique and original. You know, in past episodes, we were talking about that originality. And they hit another home run with just going way out of the box. I mean, way out of the box with Ghetto Cowboy and delivering, you know, a classic. So I think Ghetto Cowboy is a better song, but Days of Our Lives, millions of people love that one. So, you know, if you're liking Days of Our Lives, we'll throw that one for the bracket. I just, I can't see. I can't see Days of Our Lives being over Ghetto Cowboy. I can't see. Or Ghetto Cowboy being over Days of Our Lives. I think most people would, would agree with you on that. So, yeah. All right, so now round two is Days of Our Lives versus I Tried. Mm. And I mean, I, it's I'm just got to be Days of Our Lives still. I mean. You think so? Because... You know, I tried to put Bone back on the map. But, I, I, you know, overall, what makes Days of Our Lives good is that it's like a two-part song. You know, you have that intro, and then you have the whole track. So, yeah. I mean, yeah. You know, I I mean, I tried is good. It's great, okay? But, like, Days of Our Lives has fucking busy on it. It's just, and it's just that this, Days of Our Lives has a unique sound. Um, yeah, and it, kept, it embodies what bone harmony is about. Yeah, and and I think what people liked about you know there's always that desire to go back to the old bone style, and that is that Days of Our Lives is a bone track where it wasn't verse chorus verse chorus like I tried as verse chorus verse chorus, whereas Days of Our Lives the verses kind of blend together. You know where. Uh, Wishbone comes in, but they won't get me in time. Fucking Wishbone in like this, we rhyme. We so Days of Our Lives had that same original Bone vibe. So now mm-hmm. I'm thinking about it. Yeah, Days of Our Lives is a better. I try to probably produce better, but Days of Our Lives more complete. It's a more complete song. Yeah, it's a good. I, I, it's a good I, battle I though. It, it it is a good battle. I mean, I I still think Days of Our Lives is, is all day. Because, see, Days of Our Lives and I Tried were both singles, so I feel like that was a fair battle versus, like, you know, like Nation of Thugs and So High. Those weren't really singles. Neither was Whom Die They Lie. It's kind of hard to to judge. But, yeah, okay, Days of Our Lives advances on to the next round, and the the next part of round two is the introduction versus... Mr. Bill Collector. Wow. Wow. Really? That's how that worked out? Yeah, because I tried beat out... Or I, I tried was against Days of Our Lives. Days of Our Lives advances. And then we go to the next bracket. Oh, I'm sorry. It's Resurrection. No. Yeah, my yeah. bad. My, my bad. Resurrection versus the introduction. Yeah, well, I mean, that, I mean it's the introduction for me. Yeah, same here. I, I think a lot of people will probably say Resurrection, but, you know, I'm going with the introduction. But keep in mind, the Resurrection has all five members. If you have, well, no, Flesh 
is is just in memory at the end. Depends on what. Isn't there like a version with flesh at the end? Of resurrection? Yeah. I don't know. Flesh, flesh, it, we it, in the flesh. It, yeah, harmony. Yeah, I think. I think. I think there's a version with flesh. I mean. Yeah. One hundred and thousand. Yeah, flesh is on it. There's a version with flesh, if not yeah, the album not version. Yeah, so, it must not be in the, uh, in the in the fucking video, obviously. Right, right. So, all right, yeah, I I I'd say the introduction beats resurrection. So, yeah. So the introduction advances, and then the next bracket, the next uh, stage, is Mr. Bill Collector versus Handle the Vibe. Ooh. Yeah. Ooh. That's a yeah. I'm I'm going with Mr. Bill Collector because as as awesome as Handle the Vibe is, you know, as I was saying earlier, I don't I don't like I I'm I was over the Boogie Down Productions beat by the time that song came out and I thoroughly love the instrumental to Mr. Bill Collector. Wow. I am still on Handle the Vibe. Wow. Mr. Bill Collector. But I, hey, I'm, I, you gave in on that days of our lives, so it, it kills me, but I can give in on this. I'm curious to see how people will feel about that, to see if they go handle the vibe or Mr. Bill Collector. I, I think I think, I think Mr. Mr. Bill Collector is probably the more, like, you know, bone, bone fans are going to pick that one. Yeah. I, handle the vibe is dope, but Mr. Bill Collector, I mean, that, man, it's just, it's so, the beat is just, man, it's so hypnotic. So, all right, Mr. Bill Collector advances. Okay, cool, cool trade-off. We traded Days of Our Lives or Ghetto Cowboy for Bill Collector. So then the yeah. final battle of this round two is Body Rot versus Notorious Thugs. Man, that is a battle Body right there. Notorious Notorious Thugs. Man. That's good. Man. That's I'm going, good. I'm going to go with Notorious Thugs. But I know that's a battle right there. Body rotten, notorious thugs. Yeah, notorious thugs good. is just so voluminous. But that beat for body rot was really hot. I will. Uh, I will have to go notorious thugs. Okay. Got it. Body rot's great. Yeah. Yeah. So now we're in round three. I can't believe Body Rot got kicked out of the playoffs here. We're in round three. And it's Days of Our Lives versus The Introduction. Woo! Yeah. Now that's... That one's hard to judge. Woo! Man, I mean, I, I know for myself, I'd rather hear the introduction than Days of Our Lives. Oh. So it's so hard, right? <laughs> it's like... That's you, wild. Yeah. What, 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 let's skip that one for a second. What's the next one? All right, it's Mr. Bill Collector versus Notorious Thugs. From Notorious Thugs. Yeah, I agree. So, yeah. Torius wins that round. In fact, you know, I think 
you know, realistically, Days of Our Lives beats the introduction. Because... I, I, I agree. I think it has to. I mean... Yeah. Yeah, realistically, I mean... But, yeah, I mean, the I, introduction is fucking good. But it's it's not, you know, because it's not a song and because Days of Our Lives is such... It's two songs. Uh, yeah. And both are good. Like, it, it has to win. Yeah. Yeah, like, yeah, if we were doing this as on who wins, if if these were basketball teams... Days of Our Lives probably beats the introduction in the basketball game. So, so they, so that, so it, so watch this. It's number one versus number two in the final in, in the conference final in the eternal conference final. It is number one Days of Our Lives versus number two Notorious Thugs. Yeah, it's usually how it goes. And this feels like a real conference final. The best yeah. of the best, the one and two seeds. Oh. And it's easy for me. I'm like notorious thugs all day. I'm just not a yeah. days or lives guy. It's it's not like super easy for me, but it is um it is gonna be notorious thugs for me. Okay. So the eternal conference champion is Notorious Thugs. And that's Beyond the Harmony nominates Notorious Thugs for the Eternal Conference Champion. Yeah, yeah. So and that's on BTNH board on, on Facebook. Uh, the votes are up right now. And it's, it's a really, it's a fucking great idea. Oh, and you know what's funny too is that, uh, you know, we were talking about Everyday Thing earlier. And if you notice in the harmony bracket, it shows the number one seed is Everyday Thing. In in parentheses, it says the show soundtrack. Yeah. So, so it it, it, it is worth. the only place. So it is worth you know make a note of that. Everyday that, Thing. Hey, that, show. Was, that was fun. I like I like that. That was cool. Um, it was. We'll have to see if we can do some. I'd like to do them. I'd like to do them all, but they take them. They take a while. Yeah, yeah. Maybe next so, time we. I don't know. We'll have a next time, but maybe we'll do an episode just on the bone bracket. Because you know, had we known, like this came out as we went live. Had we known, you know, maybe we would have done the whole show on the, the bracket. Show. Yeah, I would have done the whole show for sure. Yeah. I don't fuck not. It's yeah. too good not to. So. But yeah, no, that that was cool. I mean, I think that's good. That's it's been a good, it's been a good little episode. It's yeah. okay to not have to be, be stressed with an interview. There's some great interviews coming, um, and I got a substantial list of people that want to be on. It's crazy. Oh yeah, the, the the names. It seems like every every show we do, we end up getting like three to four more leads. Just that that Julio interview. I mean, the leads we got out of that one. That's like a whole Julio season. interview is, is great. It's going to drop next week. Uh, it's going to drop next week on you guys. It's a great interview. Lots of questions about the artwork getting uh, get answered. So I, I really enjoyed that one. That one was good. Um, yeah, man. It, it, it's been good. we got a lot of great interviews out there. If you haven't checked them out, make sure you check out some of the previous interviews. Uh, please make sure you subscribe. Subscribers are, are what's helping us make this um, 
become bigger. So the more people that take this time to subscribe, the, the better. If you're listening and you haven't subscribed yet, you know, help your boys out. Do a subscribe. Uh, check out the, the Julio interview. Make sure you check out, you know, just the, the side content that we're doing. There's a lot of cool side content. Um, but we need people to share it, people to make sure you're, you're commenting and, and engaged and subscribing. Um, so that way we can make sure we're, we're still turning this content out for you guys. But it's been a phenomenal response so far, for sure. And, and some of the ideas that Cecil and I have been cooking up since the beginning of this, since the first month, since before the first month, uh, haven't even – they're still on drawing board status, and some of the ideas are so phenomenal. And and so yeah. big that I mean it's we don't even know if we'll get some of them off the ground, but the more support we get, the more we're rolling, the more likely some of these ideas will come to fruition. Need more time is what it is. I, I wish I wish I could just do the bone channel all day every day of my life. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. me, uh, ho- hopefully soon, John and I are going to have a lot of options to to give you guys a lot more content. But uh, that. That's this week's. I mean, I think that's this week's Beyond the Harmony. You got anything else for him, John? We had a bunch nope. of stuff down, but I think we, I think we got the good stuff. Yeah, yeah. No, it was. This was a solid episode, and you know, the only other thing I would just say is stuff we already covered. Just reflecting on the increase of content, the Mo Monday, the the questions of the day, the interviews, and and now we even have syndication Sunday, sometimes St. Clair Sunday. It's it's remarkable how much content's coming out and how many things that we still have to come out and just if we have the time to do it all. So Beyond the Harmony's going strong. Yep. Shout shout out to of course our affiliate, John's personal page, the Jonathan Lippy page, the uh the 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 greatest bone thugs cover artist. She does our theme, Phoenix Phoenix Rising, Thugsandharmony.com com, my boy Bone Thugs NL, LoyalBoneFans.com. Uh, we, we got so many. The BTNH board, shout out to them. Uh, who else, man? Oh, and didn't yeah. we get uh, and Pontilius Bones down with us now, right? Yeah, yeah. Showing love. Shout out. Shout out to him and all the content yeah. he's got. Bone Thug fans worldwide, the Facebook group, they're awesome. Uh, is it is it Stony? Is it Melanie or Maloney? I think it's I think oh Stony. I, I say it's Stony Maloney because it rhymes, right? Stony Maloney, but it might be Melanie. I don't know, but yeah, Stony Maloney. He reached out a while back too. He's he's cool as heck. So yeah, Stony Maloney. I think it's I think it's Melanie. I hope it's Melanie. I want to find out. There's all these these girl bone fans out there. I think there's a lot of them. Whoever it is, make, make sure you let us know. We 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 want to make sure we're getting your name right. But all these. Everybody's been helping us. Uh, the BTNH Brazil team—they've been—they've been showing love. So shout out to everybody that's showing love. Uh, make sure you drop some comments. Make sure you subscribe. Check it out. And that's it, man. That's and, and shout out and shout outs to all the people that added me as a friend on Facebook as well. Like I don't know if you guys want your names put out there. So shout out to you guys because they were all in private messages. So I I know from past uh, video projects I worked on, some people were like yo yo don't don't put my name out there. So shout out to them too. Shout out to everybody. Bone Thugs and Harmony. Yeah. Yeah. Much love, man. Beyond the Harmony for this week. One more time. I'm Cecil West. 
And I'm John Lippy. And this is Phoenix Rising. We're out of here. Peace.